0: Do you want me to lead in? Why is this so hard? That's what she said.
1: All right, John, you can take it away before we get sued by Dave Grohl.
0: I, I guess we're on. We it's, are on. Wow. It's it's taken us a while to get here, but we're here, and if you don't know who we are, I'm John. Should we say last names?
1: I'm not using my last name.
0: Okay. <laughs> I've got a I'm, job. I, <laughs> okay. I'm John, and who are you?
1: My name is Will.
0: Okay, and we're RantCast, the best name in podcasting since the Chris Jericho show. I...
1: Something. I'd also say that we are probably number two for hip-hop music as well.
0: And what, the, like the rankings for podcasts? Yeah, I'd hip- say
1: we're like probably like number one in the streets for hip-hop.
0: So we're a hip-hop podcast?
1: You didn't know? I mean, we hip-hop everything, but, you know.
0: When we play this out, I don't ever recall saying the words hip-hop. I, I am not a big Sesame Street fan.
1: I might have said R&B or something like that. What's you know. that?
0: Is that like root beer, R&B? It's like hip-hop. <laughs> hip-hop Sesame Street? What are we talking about? I'm not Canadian. I just said a boat. Mm, you're
1: getting close, John. You're up there in uh, the dairy country.
0: Oh, yeah. If you didn't know, listeners, I don't know why you wouldn't know, because the only people listening are probably people who know me. I am currently in a Bible school in Wisconsin. The will is, is below me in Illinois, where everything is more expensive. <laughs>
1: Hey, hey! We'll eventually get that one weird listener that's probably from Europe. That's like some weird gay dude that has a crush on one of us. That always happens.
0: <laughs> Is his name Sanford Gump? Inside joke. <laughs> it, it, it could be,
1: but I, I was being dead serious here.
0: Does that happen with this stuff? Can I get one of those people?
1: Uh, happens pretty much to everyone I listen to. Yeah.
0: I don't know if I want to do this anymore. Okay. Well. Well, we could do it anyway. No, no, no. We can go. (laughs) What? (laughs) I don't want to go now. I'm invested.
1: You've invested uh, like three minutes.
0: Well, I'm pretty hooked on it right now. Personally, this is my favorite podcast of all time right now.
1: I think it's the best podcast of all time.
0: Man, how do we even describe ourselves to people who don't know who we are? Mm, I don't know. What 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 is this show? That's I think the best explanation of what this show is is we don't know.
1: Yes, it's a definitely a work in progress here. Um and we'll see what direction it goes.
0: I my vision is just a rant. We just sit and talk and tell stories and rant about things that bug us throughout the week.
1: Well, that works for me because I uh have a lot of things that bug me. That's a good way okay. to describe me. Yeah.
0: All right, so I want you to start it off. What's bugging you, Will?
1: Okay, the latest thing that's bugging me. Okay. Are you familiar with the uh, recent space mission to uh, land on the comet and all that? A little bit. Okay, well, I'm not going to get into specifics here. Maybe I'll pull up an article here. Let's see. But uh, basically, as most of us know, they launched a mission, I think, like 10 years ago to land on a comet. You know, a gigantic rock hurtling through space, and I don't even know how fast. A very small target in the scope of things. And they launched a mission that took them 10 years and billions of miles to get to. And they landed it. They landed it successfully. Small hiccups here and there. But the thing that's bugging me is they interviewed one of the guys who designed the whole project and um, all that. Some brilliant scientist. I mean, I can't even imagine, like, designing something the math and everything involved to freaking like intercept something so small and land on it and the guy was wearing like a Hawaiian shirt that had like like pin models on it and all anyone talked about is how sexist and wrong that is
0: his shirt yes
1: and I'm like okay so people are gonna like take away from the fact that this guy did all this work and talk about the shirt he was wearing you didn't hear about this?
0: No. It's no. The first
1: time. No, the dude, yeah, he like helped design this rocket and system to like land on the comet and all that, and it worked. And he showed up on TV wearing it was like a Hawaiian shirt that had like pinup models on it that his friend made for him for his birthday. Yeah. And people complained and I'm like, can we focus on some better stuff here? Like, first off, <laughs> this guy figured out how to land on a comet. Like, that's probably going to come in handy when we ruin this Earth with all, like, the irresponsible behavior. So maybe he's allowed to, you know, be like that, you know, give him a pass.
0: I don't get it.
1: <laughs> I don't get people, man. I that That's what, that's what makes me angry more than anything. I,
0: I'm trying to process this because it sounds so far-fetched. I mean... The guy did something really cool and everyone's like, Oh, look what he's wearing. Oh my gosh. That's so offensive. Yeah, and people
1: are like that that's offensive to women and all this stuff and it's like, mm, he wasn't beating women. He wasn't uh doing anything like that. He just uh decided to wear this and people are gonna focus on that instead of the uh history making tenure endeavor into space to land on a flying rock.
0: Well, in a way, I kind of understand it, because if he knows he's going on TV and he works for, like, NASA, wouldn't he want to present himself in a professional way? Like, that's what most jobs do, is they tell you you, you know, you're working when you're on the clock to dress appropriate. So I guess, in a way, I understand it.
1: But I feel like, okay, like, if you work at, um, I don't know, some shitty office, I feel like that's your job. But when you are, like designing rockets and things to land in space and things like that i feel like who cares what you wear you know what i mean <laughs> like he's not trying to sell he's not trying to get an account or anything like this he's not trying to impress some old rich white dude so that he can be the one to sell them paper okay mm-hmm. you know like he's like the Jeez, i just think it's not a big deal <laughs>
0: I, I don't think it's a big deal either, but I, I think it's a little stupid on his part for even wearing that on TV. I don't know what he might have been thinking.
1: I don't know. I kind of feel like he should be able to do whatever he wants. Well, yeah. <laughs> like you did good. Like You get a pass for a while, okay?
0: Okay, I guess, but I, I think I just disagree slightly. I think people are making a bigger deal by the, what it should, but maybe if you're going to be on TV talking about this, you should wear... A little nice of a shirt. It's like I go on a date, you know. I want to dress nice for the person. You want to dress nice for the people watching you. But I, I get where you're coming from, you know.
1: I I definitely I, see what you're saying because, uh, you know, I think maybe we should focus. At least we'll get a little regional here. I think maybe should people should be more concerned about uh, all the little black kids that are getting shot in Chicago, okay? <laughs> I, I'm it's, serious, dude. Like, I just pulled up the crime map. And it has a little like logo. It's either like a fire for arson, a fist for assault, a target mark for shooting. And it's got like all the um, little maps of where it happened. Mm-hmm. And um, I pulled it up for just the last uh, week. And then I set it to Chicago from like the whole city of Chicago, dude. I can't even see like one name of a street or, like, city, because it's all covered up with these crimes. It's, like, ridiculous. Like, I just think people should have uh, better priorities here.
0: It's it's what the country is. You know, we're all worried about the newest, like, fashion or what's on TV this week. And I'm not saying that stuff is bad because I watch a lot of TV shows, but I think priorities do need to be straight. Like, everyone the other day was freaking out about Kim Kardashian posing nude when we have all these massive things going on that we should probably be paying more attention to imagine if all those people pay attention to that paying attention to something serious i think things might actually get done
1: that's what i do too and my thing is this uh haven't hasn't everyone seen kim kardashian's ass enough i mean well,
0: I, don't, <laughs> I don't look at that stuff you know I, I
1: know you don't but i mean <laughs> she's famous for making a sex tape like I didn't think it would be a big deal that she was posing naked. I I had figured that was already old news. It, it wasn't like you know the Queen of England you know <laughs> had a nip <laughs> slip or something. It's Kim Kardashian. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna pull up her Instagram here. Okay.
0: Why why you going to her Instagram? So we can
1: see how little of a deal this was. Instagram. <laughs> Kim Kardashian. Okay. So
0: it's just it's just what America's like now. So I what mean? did she do?
1: She posed naked or something?
0: Yeah. Full so naked. Magazine fully naked though yeah i think so i didn't look i just heard that she did and the quote was she broke the internet i don't think you break the internet i don't think it's designed like that
1: i don't know i'll figure out a way
0: i had a really funny joke by the way
1: so i'm looking at all her pictures and it's all like skin tight clothing um cleavage little kids nope there's kanye west um yeah, so basically I don't see why it's a big deal because there's all these pictures of her half-naked anyway. Okay, but I hate you, Kim Kardashian. Just kidding. I don't really care.
0: I, and I, I can't <laughs> say that I know how to fix the gun violence. I'm just saying people should be paying more attention to this instead of other things and trying to brainstorm up some ideas on how to get rid of it.
1: I know how to fix gun violence. How? Okay, Think. think Chris Rock said this. I don't really remember. But um, one of those black comedians said... Just make bullets like $1,000 a bullet. (laughs) Then you're going to have to really think about shooting someone long and hard.
0: (laughs) But then it'll be something else. You know, violence doesn't just go with guns. It does,
1: though, because, John, like, at least my opinion, yeah, I mean, obviously you have the argument, not you, but people, oh, man, you could find a rock and kill someone. Yeah, but uh, that could go pretty bad for you. You know what I mean? Like, a gun is pretty much the most effective way like if you don't have a gun you're gonna think twice like let's say someone pisses, two people piss me off and they're both bigger than me and if I go after them with a knife that might end up bad for me, you know what I mean like people are, guns really like make it so that anyone can kill anyone if they want, you know mm-hmm. I definitely think uh, that uh, they need to change the laws on that but uh, it's probably not gonna happen because it's a good way to make money and all that and that makes the world go around
0: I love how our first episode of first like 10 minutes is talking about political things and nothing silly. I bet half our listeners are gone.
1: <laughs> I'm actually looking and they're, they're all gone.
0: There are none. We're pre-recording this.
1: Oh, sorry.
0: <laughs> so I want to hear something. I want to hear a story from you because I know your mom is pretty crazy and I want to hear some stuff.
1: You want to hear about my mom or?
0: I I know it sounds weird to the listeners, but your mom's stories are really funny. My mom's These stories are all true. my mom's
1: stories are funny and all true. Um, yeah. you know, I don't mind the politics. I like to make that silly if I can, but um no. Um I'm not even going to try and explain my mom because we don't have enough time. But I feel like if you're going to be a loyal listener to this show, you'll be able to piece it together bit by bit. So My mom is, she's essentially crazy in the way that she just makes up things about people. She's a gigantic hoarder shut-in. Like, she hoards anything. Like, the other day, I took her to the store to get groceries. And they had a stack of, like, dollar-off coupons from Sarah Lee. And she goes and grabs, like, 30 of them. (laughs) I'm kidding you, like, 30. But the best thing... Is that when she walked around to the cart, my my two, about two-year-old daughter was with us. She reaches out, smacks my mom's hand, and the coupons go flying in front of everyone, just everywhere. The floor was just covered in all these coupons that she had obviously just taken behind the b- behind the back of the uh, lady at the deli. It was pretty great.
0: <laughs> Did she bend down to pick them all up? She,
1: she, I think she missed about 15 of them, but she got them. <laughs> <laughs> I but, think
0: I've only met her once or twice in the years that I've known you. <laughs>
1: it, it's a good thing because she she's just, she's just nuts, and uh, I don't know. It's just uh, hard to explain. I yeah. could just keep telling stories. I've got another one today. So my mom was in one of her moods where she just likes to uh, blame everyone for all of her problems and all that. You know, it happens. But... Uh, She was just in a really crappy mood. So anyway, she was watching my daughter today, and I had to go do some stuff for work, so I came back to pick her up, and I got this brilliant idea. My brother and my mom don't get along, and mostly it's because my brother doesn't know how to take things with a grain of salt and is extremely serious, so he can't just brush off the fact that she's old and nuts. So anyway... I go to pick up Mabel or my daughter. Oops. said a name. I'll edit that out and post just kidding. But, um, I go to pick her up and I get this brilliant idea. I have this little program on my phone for editing text messages because it's the best for pranks. So I pull up the conversation thread from talking to my brother. And then I insert a uh, text from about an hour previous. It says, Hey man, I'm trying to word this out. Give me names. Hey man. Um, she just dropped your daughter on her head on the wood floor. And it's kind of a running joke between my mom and I, or really between me and everyone else about my mom, is that she always has to really try and justify how good she is at watching children. <laughs> I don't know if there's just any debate or things like that, but she always tries to go above and beyond and, like, throw it in everyone's face that uh that that they don't need to worry. So anyway, I show her a text that I wrote saying, you know, from my brother hey man she dropped your daughter on her head and my mom goes not. she's like I'm gonna kill that bastard I, he did it again he's lying again <laughs> and I had like immediately come clean because I felt like if it went on minutes like irreparable damage would have happened <laughs> so that was a pretty good one today um do you want me to just keep going
0: <laughs> I, I really like the story about what was it the, the thing the animal put on your desk or something that she said that's oh, my favorite.
1: Okay. So I have a garage, and I'm kind of into cars. And, you know, just like any garage, I have a workbench. And one day I go in the the garage. I go to pick up a black notebook on my workbench. And I just I was leaning over, and I just grabbed it real quick. And all of a sudden, sliding from on top of my black notebook is a black Horseshoe, Probably about half the size of a normal horseshoe, but metal. And I didn't know it was there. And it goes flying towards the hood of my car. And somehow, by the grace of God, I was able to, like, lunge and grab it before it just mutilated the hood of the car. <laughs> so I'm like, what the hell? How did this get here? Obviously. Well, I'm sure it had something to do with her. So... I tell her, I'm like, why would you do that? Like, why would you just put heavy metal stuff like around that? I don't know it's there. Why, I told you not to go in here. I told you not to come in here. So she's like, well, I didn't do it. And then just starts like b- making bogus stories and things like that. And then how you know she's lying is when she will bring up something weeks, days, months, years later, just to try and prove herself right. Because she still knows that you know that she lied. So I was walking outside and she was like, you should probably close the, uh," this was weeks later, you should probably close the garage door because, you know, I was thinking maybe an animal got in and put the horseshoe there. And I was just astonished that that weeks later it was still on her mind to try and find a lie about the horseshoe and how the horseshoe got on my desk. (laughs) <laughs> uh, and there's just there's too many she was watching my dog once and we have a brussels griffin and the dog has like this little mustache on its face and my girlfriend has been adamant since day one of getting this dog that it does not get a haircut they don't need haircuts they shed all that but she did not want it to get a haircut so we come pick up the dog and it's not shaved or anything But its hair is definitely shorter. And we're like, what happened to the dog's hair? It's shorter. And she's like, oh, I didn't do anything. I didn't give the dog a haircut. I'm like, come on. You had to give the dog a haircut. Like, I noticed. And I don't even pay attention to that stuff. She's like, well, maybe one of my dogs was just, like, picking at it and pulled out some of its hair. So she was trying to get us to believe that one of her other dogs had performed a... (laughs) <laughs> Clipper-like haircut on the dog by picking out its hair with its teeth.
0: <laughs> is there anything like I don't know? If this won't offend you. I know there's nothing mentally wrong with her, is there? No, there
1: definitely is. Like there's something oh. wrong. I think she's like bipolar or something. Because one day it'll be like angry to the point of like I'm done with you. I'm never talking to you again, William. And then the next day I get a phone call. So, uh, when are you going to come visit me? When are you going to, when am I going to see you next? Or like stuff like that. Or when are we going to have lunch? What do you want for dinner? Like, it's like, what? <laughs> it's like, I don't know, uh, but I would, uh, I would assume there may be something wrong there. Yeah. We're, we're still working on getting her to stop hoarding uh, canned goods before we can get her to go to the doctor. <laughs> you know, one thing at a time.
0: <laughs> I still remember when you were moving back to your old place recently we went to your garage to, like, what we were doing. We were, like, picking something up, and we opened the garage, and it was full of junk. I forgot what we were doing.
1: Okay, so this is, like, a whole nother can of worms about my mom. She, <laughs> she literally buys houses and lies about them. Like, she just lies about everything. So I was renting out a garage, and I had thought that she had sold this house to her friend, and... And That I was renting the garage from them And it was just a weird situation But I was just renting a garage to store one of my cars in And it was just my car And shelves in the garage And that's it But I hadn't been there in a couple months Because I'm pretty busy And John and I go in And it is stacked With hoarder junk We're talking And this was like This this summer Playstation 1 games um, Old VHS tapes just garbage, like stuff no one would want, old coffee pots and things like that. And I had no idea that my mom had actually lived here. She got a lot of money when her dad died. That's how I can explain how this happens and how she just buys these things. But, um, yeah, there was just stuff everywhere. No one told me, didn't tell me this. My car was covered in carpet to pad it, like a nice layer of carpet. And then on top of the carpet, was it was used like a shelf. And, uh yeah, and John can tell you about my reaction to that.
0: Yeah, you weren't happy. I, I remember you specifically. We didn't know it was your mom's stuff. We thought it was whoever we thought owned the house had... Taking the garage over the one that you were renting, so I remember you were just smashing everything. You were like throwing games around, and
1: yes, very oh. specifically, I was taking DVDs and PlayStation <laughs> games and throwing them as hard as I could at the wall until they just exploded. It was pretty fun. <laughs> I think I think I uh, pro- probably if you would taken everything that I destroyed to GameStop, you probably would have gotten about three dollars. So I don't feel <laughs> old, bad.
0: <laughs> old like lover PlayStation games from like the, the early nineties.
1: Yeah, like not even good ones. Not like classics no. like uh freaking any of the sports games or uh like twisted metal mm-hmm. or uh man, I don't even remember any good place. These were like stupid ones like uh freaking single player licensed sports games.
0: Yeah. Like, I don't it even wasn't know, like, good. Sammy
1: Sosa's uh, Golden Glove or some shit like that. <laughs> not even, like, uh, I don't know, FIFA or any, like, the big sports names, NHL freaking I... names. Uh, what else? Crash Bandicoot. Uh, yeah, that
0: was the big one. And we found, like, a super not rare Crash Bandicoot game. That was
1: that. But other than that, it was just, like, old games that no one would ever want.
0: <laughs>
1: it was like when a system comes out and they're still using the graphics from the previous system. They just made a new game. Like, shit <laughs> like that. Stuff that, like, would have been on sale at Staples 10 years ago for five bucks. Like, up, oh, no one <laughs> wanted this one. So, you know, normally your video games will come in a nice plastic carton with some graphics. Nope. This one's coming in a paper carton <laughs> with a little disc protector on it because it sucks.
0: <laughs> I was really nervous when you started doing that, but now I'm like, now I'm laughing about it because it was actually your mom's. I thought you were breaking some strangers' crap. <laughs> I don't care.
1: John's always nervous. I know.
0: I'm always I'm, – I'm a little girl. Like, I'm going to be quite honest. Like, sometimes I freak out. Like, Will likes to troll me a lot. I feel I feel that you do. I like remember to troll
1: everyone time? all the time.
0: Well, you have fun with me because I'm really gullible. I remember
1: – I have fun you know? with each people in their own ways, yes.
0: <laughs> <laughs> I remember going to Walgreens and you bought chalk just to mess with the, the writing on the ground. Okay, so, like, yeah.
1: I've got to yeah. explain this one. Walgreens, it's, you know – yeah. Like, your Safeways, your CVS, depending on where in the country you live. It's just a convenience store, but it's, like, bigger pharmacy, all that. And I had never seen this before. We walked in, and on the front concrete walkway, they had all their sales written on the ground. And I would never seen this. It was, like, milk, two ninety nine, dollars 99 uh, Marlboro's, however many 99 uh, candy, three for $2. And I was like, What? I was like, why would they put this here? I'm like, this is gross. Like, I don't need to be walking over your sales ad. So we went in, bought whatever we went and bought, and I bought some chalk. And I really quickly, on the way out, scratched off numbers and replaced them. So, like, milk, 199 and things like that. Mm -hmm. And for the next two days, John was, like, worried about getting busted by the police. So I don't remember if I called or texted him. I think I texted him. I was like, dude the cops just came to my house they're looking for you they asked if i had seen um a a, a golden Pala or whatever color your car was (laughs) you started (laughs) freaking out
0: because i'm gullible dude you're you're gonna convince me things i have a worse story though i think it was over the summer i was at camp this camp that i go to that will went to we'll talk about that later Maybe. Camp
1: on Awana. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so so I'm out there, and I, I don't remember who said it, but we were walking out of Walmart after getting supplies and stuff, and somebody was staring at the distance at this car. Well, you so gotta, we You
1: got to tell them, like, how big of a deal it is to go to Walmart there.
0: <laughs> it's, it's a big deal. Like, we go, like, once a week, if anything, <laughs> especially if you're, like, a worker over there. Like, I think this is when I spent the entire summer up there. And you go out, like, once a week to get some, like, little things that you need. So leaving camp was always beard.
1: Yes. Yeah, so, so for those of you out there who are not, who live in actual cities and not rural areas, there's places that exist where to go to a superstore or something like that that has, you know, diapers, food, groceries, uh, clothes, like everything that a Walmart would have or whatever you guys have where you're at, is mm. like a 30-minute drive. There's places like that that exist. I know, uh, know a lot of people out here don't realize that. So, yes, John was on this big field trip, good <laughs> time, you know, like a little vacation. And then what happened?
0: I don't think I ever told you this story either. It's just I one don't of know. my favorites. This So one of my buddies, who was a college guy working up there with me, was looking at this really nice car. just kind of admiring it. I didn't know what he was looking at. So I, I'm like, hey, dude, what are you looking at? He's like... There's a giant, like, like tall bird over there, like, like almost a story high. Like, he was, he was making up this, like, weird, tall-length bird that seemed too tall to be real. And I was, like, looking for it. And he walks back to the car thinking I got the joke. And as he gets to the car, he realizes I'm still out there trying to find this big bird. So,
1: basically, someone fooled you into thinking some Godzilla-esque bird existed? <laughs> yeah.
0: I'm gullible at times. It was pretty embarrassing, but I always laugh about it when I remember it.
1: You gotta sometimes just to not cry, you know.
0: Yeah, I, I know I'm gullible. I'm not as bad as I was. I think hanging out with you again is helping me become not as gullible. But you get me at least once every time we hang out.
1: So basically, but, I'm I'm doing good then.
0: Yeah, you're 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 training this 25 year old to not believe everything he hears. You know,
1: that's good, man. I'm gonna save you some heartbreak with that one. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And it's it's funny cuz Will and I have a long history of like hanging out at this summer camp and then like losing touch then coming in touch again it's back and forth. Well man. god, as young
1: as we are though, dude. This was before like everyone had a cell phone and Facebook and stuff. Yeah. And we lived in different states for a time. Yeah, it is it's crazy that like it wasn't just like, "Oh man, what's your cell phone number?" You know what I mean? Like <laughs> I remember people giving out addresses for letters when they left camp for the year.
0: Yeah, me like, too. Like insane. <laughs> like right? me, and I think My, MySpace was around at some point too. But that's when you were living uh, in Illinois.
1: Oh yeah, that's that's dude. That's when I was already in college. I'm a couple years older than you. But yeah, no. Like for most of the time, it was like up until like early 2000s. It's like oh, maybe an email, but that's it. <laughs> Do
0: you ever think back to those MySpace days and compare it to where we're at now? It's it's wild.
1: You mean MySpace compared to like modern social network or like
0: even that yeah it's, it's or so, do you
1: mean like where we're at in our lives
0: i think i'm talking like social media wise like
1: well that's the thing dude i don't know like yeah. i don't use facebook or any of that because i just oh dude i don't have the time and i get so wrapped up i'll see someone okay i remember when social media first came out you'd have okay like i was in early high school and you know you'd have your group of friends and stuff like that and you'd be all these guys and you never had a problem with them or anything like that and you were never like okay maybe that guy's a little crazy like this and that that but then like people would have MySpaces and zagas and you'd go through some MySpace of some dude that you knew vaguely for your whole life had never had a problem with them and then you'd be like oh this guy's a f- idiot like what like he's sitting here talking about like this politic bullcrap or like oh he does, you know what i mean like Oh, it, it just makes it so you can know so much about someone and there's so much less intrigue. Mm-hmm. Like, you'd be like, wait, this guy is doing this in this spirit. Oh, what the hell? Like, yeah, no, it's so different now. I don't really use Facebook, but I, I was on the other day. I forgot what for. Oh, yeah, I was trying to, like, look at family pictures and stuff. And and by not on, I mean, like, I went through, like, four-year period of not logging on to Facebook, like, deleting it and all that or whatever. And then now it's, like, everything. Like, every app and all this stuff on it, and it's insane. And whereas before, MySpace and Zango were just, like, blog. And now it's just, like, everything. Ads. Mm-hmm. Oh, my goodness.
0: And in a way, it takes the mystery out of getting to know someone, kind of. I mean, I'm not going to go and say I'm not on Facebook because I'm on there quite frequently Well, that's what I'm saying. Like, you can
1: go on Facebook and learn everything about someone, and it's like, ooh. And then they don't have a chance to defend themselves or have, like, any real interaction. It's just like, oh, well, I just saw that about them. Guess I Mm -hmm. can't really ask them and say I was stalking them.
0: (laughs) But at the same time, it's a cool tool to talk with people who are far away. But I guess cell phones are too. I and. As I said before, like if you look back to the MySpace days, to the days of now, it's so easy to stay in contact with someone with all the medias that we have. Definitely. I I remember just getting cell phones back in our old camp days and they're like the little crappy kind and like you were trying so hard to find a signal to call some girl or something.
1: (laughs) Oh, yeah, because I I've been working since I was like 15 and I remember like buying a cell phone behind my (laughs) parents back. Like I had a cell phone for two years before my parents even knew. I would hide it. I would only charge it at school or, like, other places. This was back when they were so basic that you'd charge them, like, twice a week. You know? <laughs>
0: Do you yeah. remember MySpace Top 10s? Was I ever on yours, Will?
1: I'm sure you were. Oh, Top 10 list? Yeah. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> or people would, like, publish their personal freaking vendettas on this. Like, oh, <laughs> girls, oh, this girl pissed me off. She's going off my Top 10 and then, like, you'd see someone's comment. It's like, why am I off your top ten? What did I do? Who's this bitch? And it's like, oh, my goodness.
0: <laughs> I, I fell victim to it. I would change it maybe every few days. Like, if I hung out with my buddy Nick, we Gosh. had a really good time. If we had a really, like, fun day, he would be, like, my number two. But if we had a super good day that day, I'd move him to number one for a few days. And then <laughs> I'd hang out with somebody else. I'm like, dang, that was fun. And I'd make him my number one. Like, the
1: worst? <laughs> is when when people would make like a top 46 <laughs> list to like try and like be so PC no that's probably the second worst the worst is like when a girl would take you off your top 10 list and be like uh, uh, what happ- uh, what happened
0: <laughs> <laughs> i remember i had i had that girl i was into robin on mine she robin was, she was always in the top 3 <laughs> oh.
1: how did that work out for you
0: Oh, I should talk about Robin. I should rant about Robin. That's or, what the show is.
1: Or you should learn, you know, when when you like a girl, you just gotta treat her like shit.
0: No, I'm not <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding, dad. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> See the difference between Will and I, I don't really swear at all. I think I slip up sometimes. But Will Will swears. You'll get to you'll learn that very quickly. You know what maybe, I
1: mean? Maybe. 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 So there's this. Maybe girl I should high get a bleep school. button. You think I should work on that?
0: No, you could be yourself. I don't want to censor. I'll work you.
1: on that when you, when you tell your story. Why you tell okay. your story?
0: <laughs> so there's a girl named Robin. I was really into her. I think I met her sophomore year of high school. This had to have been what, uh, two thousand maybe four, five, six. Yeah, mm. two thousand four. I meet two thousand
1: three or two thousand four. Yeah.
0: Yeah. So and I, because I graduated 07. so I meet Robin, and I'm really into her. I think maybe a little too much, not like obsessive, but like. It was definitely noticeable and to put it in like the shortest story possible it was a back and forth thing of i told her i liked her she said she wasn't into me and then a few weeks later she's like oh i think i could like you and then we had like one day where we held hands and i think she put like her legs on mine we watched the movie and it was it was a big thing and then the next day she's like oh i like tom now and i was like are you kidding (laughs) but this this thing goes this goes all the way until I think early senior year, like it was going back and forth. And I, I didn't like anyone else in high school except Robin. See she that ladies. John girl. is a
1: faithful man.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I tried so hard to like get her to like me, but I learned later in life that you just gotta be yourself. So I, I didn't really change who I was. I just was, I just never quit. Like I was always there and she knew that. And like,
1: you should just pretend out. to be a cop. <laughs>
0: I always told her i'm like yeah i'm here for you as a friend all the time and and even when she said she didn't want to date we still talked all the time and then even when she started dating tom we still talked i was consistent and like i didn't want to quit i remember when, i don't know if you remember this i camp though it was like the first time she told me she didn't want to be with me i was waiting on a letter from her we were in robin cabin at camp oh said, like, i remember this And she sent me the letter saying that she didn't see me that way. That if she dated me, it's only because people pressured her into doing it. Who pressured her into dating you? Everybody wanted us to get together. Like, all my best Uh friends knew we'd be a good couple. And they were all like, you should do it. And she felt that if she did it, then she would just be doing it because others told her to. I'm not sure if that's the truth or not. I like to assume that it is. But, like, I remember... So I got that letter saying she didn't want to be with me. And that was in Robin Cabin. And I was so upset. Oh, I think we, like, burned the letter together at some campground or something.
1: At <laughs> some campground. No, I definitely remember you burning it. Yeah. But that could have just been because we like to burn lots of things.
0: <laughs> I, I remember, though, showing all the girl workers the letter because they all wanted to see it. And they all felt bad for me. That was a moment. The other moment I have with Oh, her is...
1: John, I have to let you carry the show for a minute and then i'm gonna come back with an awesome story be back and like i have to i have to have you carry the show for a second while i come back with an awesome story
0: no that's fine i can carry it i got more to talk about
1: i'll be right back
0: okay so turnabout it's this dance where the girl asks the guy really cool little concept because you're so used to balling up and asking the girl but she asked me she's like hey let's go and this is like I think right after she broke up with Tom, who she dated over me a day after telling she liked me. So we're at the dance, and she ditches me halfway through the dance to go and dance with Tom.
1: Awful. What, that ha- ch- what happened? How did things turn out with her and Tom?
0: Uh, Nothing. Nothing ever happened after high school. They went their own way. In fact, when I was a senior, she kind of dated around a lot of people. And I, at that point, I was... I realized that she was just trying to like fill the hole in her life of something missing. There's something off about it and I just lost interest. But I had two solid years of giving her chances, you know? And I, I, I was faithful and I'm like, I'm always here, you know? And she just never, she pulled me around a little bit. She, then she let me go, and then she pulled me around. But I have no hard feelings. Right now she has, I think she has a, a son with some guy right now. And I, I think it's not the best situation but I do wish her well. I doubt she's even listening. I haven't talked to her in years. Let's put her on the show. <laughs> Let's get her. Remember, when we tried to call her? I can't. A million times. <laughs> and kept getting this old man, Robin Stew. We like, no, it's not Robin Stew or whatever he said.
1: Probably used like the yellow pages or something to try and find a number. I don't even remember what it was.
0: Yeah. I was, oh, so that whole turnabout dance thing. So she ditches me. And oh, I don't think I've ever felt that bad. I was with her a group of friends. I went to my core group of friends, and they took me out to dinner and made me feel better. But that, I think that was the turning point for me. So that's Robin. You remember Robin very well. Don't you? Where, did we? No, it was, you were just hanging out with me in the summer around that time. Yeah. Yeah, so you didn't really know her when I was around in school. No, I, I,
1: I never met her or knew her.
0: Yeah, I don't think we started like, I don't think we actually started really hanging out until I was done with high school, if I, if I remember right.
1: Yeah, you know, I would want to be a pedophile or anything, hey. so... <laughs>
0: We're not <laughs> that far apart. No, no, no,
1: I'm kidding, I'm kidding.
0: <laughs> so what's your story?
1: Okay, well, I was going to do a disclaimer in the beginning of the show, but I forgot. But, um... Hmm. I was going to offer, you know, any of us a chance to make little disclaimers, and mine was going to be that there will be random dog barking, people barging <laughs> in rooms when they don't understand, what's going on and what recording is. There will be people texting me about stupid issues going around the house that they can't deal with themselves that I've reminded them a million times to. And uh, they'll be swearing. But as part of my promise for this, um, I got a text just now. If I could go flip the breaker because, undoubtedly, someone in my family decided to run three space heaters at once and flip the power breaker. So I get a text that said, "Uh, let's read it here." Oh, gosh. Okay. Um. Let's open this program up. Got to get out of eBay. Ordered a bunch of new cords because my headphone cords are too short. Okay. So, come on, phone, you suck. Okay. Loading. Loading. Okay. So this here is it what is. we call dead air. It is dead air, but I'm talking. <laughs> okay. Okay. Power just went up here. Please turn it back on quickly. That was at 729. At 730, your daughter is scared. What? My daughter's scared of the dark. she like two. So um. I, that, that's what I have to deal with on air.
0: So at times I'll have to carry it while you go shut the power on, right?
1: Turn the power on, uh, probably go catch a dog, um, tell people ah. to shut the F up, uh, various things like that.
0: You should just send everybody to your house on, like, a big trip while I do the show. Like, send your girlfriend to a spa, send your kid to Chuck E. Cheese, and send your mom to, to a dumpster somewhere so she can collect more things.
1: Yeah, she'd be happy with, like, Food Pantry or uh, Goodwill. Um, <laughs> Now <nah>, Goodwill's <laughs> too expensive for her. But uh, I don't know, dude. I don't I don't think we have it in the books to be uh, sending people on trips.
0: <laughs> Once a week. On, only make,
1: like, $1,000 an episode doing that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and if you're wondering, I know this is kind of a one of those podcasts that we're just throwing together and hoping it works there's going to be a website coming out very soon with some more content on there i'm probably going to be doing a movie podcast might have a little web series some blogs it's there's gonna be a lot of stuff on here
1: and there's gonna be pictures of stupid people that i see throughout my daily life at work you know always yeah. good stuff there you know uh <laughs> people in three different parking spots uh stupid clients at work that have done stupid things um anything you would see traveling is I like, because i travel for work quite a bit um you know things like that it'll be fun
0: did you see the lady who came to buy that vacuum thing again or no tell that story
1: what were you talking about
0: the one you told me few last week about the girl who came to pick something up and she was really
1: weird oh dude that was the the leaf <laughs> the the mulcher the wood chipper yeah. So I have sung this wood chipper and I put it on Craigslist as I put a lot of things that I want to get rid of because one, it's a good way to make extra money and it's a good way to have stories like this. So, no, this lady, um, <laughs> okay. So I put this wood chipper on and it's like a pretty hefty wood chipper. Like it, it branches the size of your thumb. It just shreds to nothing. So I put that up and of course I get the typical like guys asking me questions like how old this thing is, how many horsepower, like like a lot of old like hicks and stuff. Then I get a call from this girl and she's like, um, he, he, could, would, would you be able to show me how it works? Uh, could I bring something just really like mousy and quiet and all this? And I'm like, "Uh oh, so she calls and we like arrange for her to come pick it up. And she's like, well, I'm calling you for my house phone. Um, Here's my cell phone number in case you have to call me after I leave. And I was like, okay. And then I took it down or acted like I took it down, but didn't, you know, I did the whole thing where they're like, 853 and I'm like e- 8853. Okay, what? <laughs> it wasn't doing anything. So, I go to get the thing ready to test. I plug it in and it doesn't work and I'm like, "Oh, crap." So, I call her back and um wish I had her number cuz I would play her voicemail on air. But it was essentially her doing the whole call center script like "This call may be monitored and recorded for quality assurance purposes." Any calls from six three zero two seven one eight five three or brian will be forwarded to the police but like she couldn't like keep her composure through the whole thing like towards the end she just started losing it she's like and there will be threat and we'll call the police on you and i was <laughs> like oh my god so i got her number and handed it to my buddy who does prank calls and he's got like all the equipment to like spoof numbers and all this So he calls... First off, he calls them, just from a regular number, and he's like... He gets a hold of this lady's mom, who I forgot to say, also came to pick up the wood chipper, and she was, like, old, like, old. She looked like Gandalf, like, not even kidding you. Not even (laughs) kidding you. Like, Gandalf the white, like, freaking long white hair, white dress. Uh, It was ridiculous. But he gets a hold of her, and he's like, yes, um we're just, this is Google and we're detecting a lot of emails and communication from your house to ISIS. And she's like, ISIS, I, I, I don't have anything to do with that. And she's like, keeps the night. And he's like, well, actually we have voice, voice stress analyzers on the line. Um, I'll actually play this call next episode. We have voice stress analyzers on the line and we can tell you're lying. She's like, I'm a psychiatrist. Uh, you can't tell me a machine's any better than me. And just keeps like going nuts and like yelling at him until she hangs up. And then he calls back with the number from the voicemail. And it's like pickup. And then just silence. Like, you know, they're just listening on the line for this guy. And then he calls the number in the voicemail from the lady's number. And it's an out of order number. Like, it's not even a real number anymore.
0: (laughs) So this lady's like a mystery. Like, no one knows what she's about.
1: (laughs) Yeah. Do you want me to try and get her? Phone number?
0: Not right now. We can do that next episode if we can.
1: No, because you don't like dead air. But you know what? I think it's okay to have moments where you're just describing what you're doing. So I am going to go on Yahoo.com and try and find it. Um, okay, so.
0: What are you going to do when we get the number?
1: I don't know. I think. Oh, damn. Her na- Woodchipper. <laughs>
0: This is uh, Ratcats, everybody. <laughs> let's
1: see, let's see. Oh, I found it. Okay. Let's see her number. You still the wood available? Oh, damn. I think I gave her my number in the voice email. Mm-hmm. Oh, but I have her number from when I emailed it to my buddy. <laughs> okay, so here we go. We're uh, breaking ground here, we're making good use of my $10 in Skype credit. <laughs> Oh, man.
0: You're, you're calling here on the air? Yeah. Oh, gosh. <laughs> uh what are you going to say?
1: Who knows, John? Hopefully we just hear the voicemail.
0: Oh, I want to leave her a voicemail.
1: I don't have it hooked up so you can talk to it yet. Ah, I'll just listen. Well, okay, normally I have it hooked up so you can talk, but the problem is I'm using my cell phone so I can block the number because um, star six, seven is the one to block a number, right? <laughs> Yeah. No, I got to remember. I I don't want this lady that's was nuts. It.
0: I use it sometimes. Oh don't yeah. Ask why. Yeah, don't Wait, ask why. I
1: why.
0: Uh, <laughs> no comment. Uh come on, you can. Sh- I don't share details about my personal life. Okay. I do. Yeah, oh. like what? You refuse to use your last name.
1: Yeah, because that's a little too personal. But uh, <laughs> I would definitely tell someone why I was blocking my number. <laughs> and the U.S. and Canada dial star six, seven. Okay. Okay. <laughs>
0: so we're going to talk to this lady about mm-hmm. nothing. Ask if Gandalf's home or something. <laughs> is
1: Gandalf your stupid mom the gray home? <laughs> okay. So her phone number is, oh, I'm not telling you. Okay. Star yeah. six, seven, six, six. <laughs> Josh, seven. <laughs> no. Oh, I, 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 I had like the online beep.
0: Nine one one <laughs> no yeah,
1: my number is nine one one nine one one Pound. and <laughs> she the best is when young people don't know what the pound sign is like what's the pound sign it said hit pound what does that mean
0: hashtag <laughs> hashtag
1: idiots, oh yeah, hashtag hashtag
0: Since what is that when did that even become a thing like was it always called hashtag I always thought it was pound
1: I don't know, so I'm going to read out her number it is. Star 676 six, Ah See now we can censor ourselves Ow Did that hurt? Oh
0: gosh yeah
1: I'll edit that down in post <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding okay. it, That was funny I, That was a joke I'm kidding That, that was okay. in my ears Okay so Here we go I th- I want. I was so set on hearing her stupid voicemail that I couldn't even think of anything to say. <laughs>
0: you need to be more prepared here.
1: I- all I want to do is hear her voicemail. Like It's insane. Like It's like, and if you call back, you're going to jail.
0: I love you so much, Brian. No, okay. I want to hear the voicemail now.
1: Well, you have a phone, dick. <laughs> call it and put it on speakerphone. You want the number? I'll tell you. No. Grow some balls. Dude, if you call from a blocked number again, she's not going to know it wasn't the same person, okay?
0: No, I'm not doing it now. My phone's not here.
1: You're full of crap.
0: No, I put it away before the show started. I sent my last text and put it away. Yeah,
1: where did you put it?
0: In my room. It's like three floors down. Mm.
1: Are you sure about that, John? Correct. How much would you bet that that's true? Because I have spies and I can...
0: You don't have spies in my school. You've I do, I once. do, I do.
1: I have members of the Christian army.
0: <laughs> just because I'm at a Bible school doesn't mean there's a Christian army. Well there probably is.
1: It probably is. You guys probably have like a mafia and all this and uh
0: I'm gonna change the topic. Nope. <laughs> I have a topic on a topic. No,
1: I'm just stalling though. Do you know no. what I'm stalling for? What? I'm calling your st- phone right now. Okay. And if we hear it ring, then we know you're a liar.
0: <laughs> Mine? Yeah. Well?
1: Oh, well, I don't hear it ringing in the background, John, so you're clear.
0: Told you.
1: But I'm going to play your voicemail for everyone, okay?
0: Yeah, it's pretty entertaining.
1: Is it? Do you want me to?
0: Yeah, sure. Okay, here it goes. I really don't want to leave a boring voicemail really message. So this is all you're getting. You know what to do. Do your thing. Much
1: love. Hello, John. This is uh, Jack Nicholson calling from the Alpamonte Ford dealership, and I heard you were interested in the new Ford Fiesta, so I was just calling to see when there'd be a good time for you to come and check it out Um, I'm a really serious man I sell cars but don't know anything about them and all I care about is money, bye and there's your voicemail
0: well (laughs) I can't wait to listen to that
1: (laughs) you're getting new Ford Fiesta John, we're buying you one
0: (laughs) speaking of my car I just found out I I only have six months left to pay on it then it's mine
1: oh good, (laughs) good. hopefully it lasts then
0: (laughs) Today I found Blake, uh, what's it called, the the fluid stuff on the ground when I moved my car.
1: (laughs) Yeah, I bet.
0: (laughs) So something I wanted to bring up.
1: Can I tell them John's car care method? Yes. Okay. John's car care method is basically you drive the car, never fix anything on it until it's so broken that you can't drive it. And then get rid of it. (laughs) That's you know, a John's car care method.
0: You forgot about the stuff. I call you and I absolutely need it done at the last <laughs> yeah, minute. Yeah, and then we yeah. can do some of it, but then there's more to do. Oh,
1: yeah. No, no. John will be like, can you instantly tell me what's wrong with it without even doing any work at all? <laughs>
0: <laughs> I'll say, this is smelling weird. What's wrong? I'm yeah. I'm like, like, oh, I yeah. <laughs> oh, man. It's, I, I, I keep imagining I've had so many cars. I've had three cars. I'm sure you've had more,
1: have you? Uh, Let's just say, you've only had three cars? Yeah. Didn't you have a Saturn, the Pontiac, and then you've had four cars?
0: Yes, four.
1: I've had more cars than you because I collect cars and restore old cars. Yeah. But John's had a pretty good amount of cars for someone who's only been driving, like, seven years.
0: (laughs) And they've all been destroyed by a a car crash. All The first three were. (laughs) This one is pretty good. This one, I got to a crash with it, but it wasn't destroyed. The first car, I think it was the first car with the drunk driver. That
1: was a Saturn, right?
0: Yeah. Or was it the was, Pontiac?
1: Saturn uh, was the first one.
0: A Saturn, I don't remember. It's either Saturn or Pontiac. It goes into my first kiss story. You remember? You oh, remember, I remember. that one.
1: I remember yeah. that ditch digger.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Short story. All right. I, I've only told this for a few people, so now everyone's going to know. Um, my first kiss ever was with this girl that, and I'll explain to the guy who set us up. Jay set us up. Will knows who Jay is.
1: Unfortunately, I do.
0: <laughs> I, I should set him up before I tell the story. Jay, I don't even know how to describe Jay, but he was very strange and he lied about everything. Like, and he smelled like cat food or like cat. What was it? What did you say he smelled like?
1: Um, it's a little something I call cat piss. <laughs> you know, <laughs> you know when a cat pees and it smells so bad that it's physically painful. I mean we're all familiar with cat piss But at least to me when I smell cats Cat piss It's not even like a bad smell Like a fart like that's like irritating And like different And you can only focus on the smell Cat piss like your eyes water It hurts to open them Your nose hurts I mean it's disgusting This guy yeah he smelled like straight up cat piss Like I don't even know how That odor can follow you out the house
0: and like he—he's the guy who just recently, like a year ago, said that if I ate this food that I didn't like, that he would give me like ten grand or something.
1: Ten grand? Yeah, that's what he said.
0: Yeah, he's like, I'll give you ten grand if you take a spoonful of the food you don't like and and just eat it right now. And I was like, oh, you don't even have it. He's like, I flip houses. I said, oh no, no. Anyway, I was cool with him for a while, and then we just lost touch, and then he got weird. So we didn't really talk. So he, he hooked me up with this girl he knows named Bridget. And this is, I think, 2008, maybe, 2000, maybe early 2009. I don't remember what year. It was right after high school. And I like her. I was, I you was, don't know like, what
1: year you graduated high school? No, I said it it's... was after high school. Oh, you said it was um, right after that. <laughs> oh,
0: no, no. So it was, it was around those years. Uh, after high school And I took her out I've never met her before We talked on the phone For like two weeks Because he introduced us And we go on this date She's like a 45 minute Drive away from me I don't even remember Where I went It was close to like Fox Lake I think It was far Oh it was up there. north
1: Yeah I remember that
0: Yeah it was far And I think this is When I had My uh, I'm trying to remember What car this was I think it was my Saturn
1: I think it was Because after that You had the red Grand Am
0: Yeah and that was Hit by someone When it was parked On the street the grand Dam so okay so yeah that grand
1: sad. Dam was a real piece of <laughs>
0: <laughs> yes I got it to work <laughs> okay so okay I sorry get, you keep interrupting my story darn it <laughs> that's my bit
1: that's my bit don't steal it from me <laughs> okay go ahead I'm gonna I'm gonna mute myself
0: no you don't have to I want you to interact with this too you can interrupt me as much as you can so I I go all this way <laughs> forty five minutes <laughs> <As> much... <laughs> you said as much as I can. <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, if i was over there by you right now i'd, I'd take the mic away
1: i offered <laughs> okay so you told me to interrupt you so go ahead
0: <laughs> i feel like i can't get this out i'll start laughing
1: that's what she said
0: <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs>
1: come on okay okay i'll all stop right. now i'm silent now
0: <laughs> so i drove all this way and i think I don't even remember what the heck we did. I vaguely remember I picked her up there. I drove her all the way back to the Schomburg area, which is where I was located. So I drove all that way to get her. Then drove 45 minutes to take her back to my area. I think we went to the mall. I think I took her to a pet store because she liked animals or some junk like that. We got something to eat. It was it was a fun time. I She was a little ghetto. Like you could tell she was into like the rap scene and she wore like tight pants and she kind of talked, like, hey, boo, like, hey, like, kind of like that. Like, yeah, that's urban. pretty That's
1: pretty popular in the white trash area of uh, McHenry where she lived.
0: I'm not being, like, racist. I'm just describing.
1: I'm not being of, racist at all. It's yeah. true. Go, Go up yeah. there. Back just in that like, time, back in that time, every 16-year-old girl or young girl back then thought that they were ghetto and hot shit. It's true.
0: <laughs> so we do all this, and I'm driving back home, and I really enjoyed myself, and she looked like she was, too. So I'm like, whatever. I've never really kissed a girl before. I think I'm just going to go for it here. So I think I'm putting my foot on the brake, but I'm not. I'm putting my foot on the accelerator. I didn't do this at a red light. I went when there was like a big stretch of road. (laughs) (laughs) Like I could have done it at a red light where it was easier, but I probably would have hit somebody because my foot would have went off the brake. So. I start kissing her on this big stretch of road. I think my foot's on the brake. I think we're stopped. So we're kissing a bit. It was like it was like a 30 second thing. Like we were kissing. And then and then like my hand was moving to the right. So my wheel was being moved to the right. I then crashed into a massive ditch of snow. (laughs)
1: Like
0: it is like it is boom. I hear the big boom and we're in there. Like we're stuck. And she can't even get her door open because snow's blocking her door. So I was able to crawl to the back seat to get out. And she's like, do you need help? I said, no, I'm okay. And I don't have any gloves or hat, barely a jacket. And I'm shoveling it out with my bare hands, freezing my hands. And these two guys come by in the car. Like, oh, man, this sucks. Do you need help? And me trying to be manly to order was like, no, I'm good. I got this." Oh uh, No. <laughs> so I said, I said, these guys who like have jacks and stuff, like it's a big truck. Like they could have pulled me out. I told them no. I wanted to impress this girl by getting out of the mess that I created myself. So about an hour later, I. John's
1: like, nope. Me and the Saturn have got it.
0: <laughs> so I dig us out of the snow. My hands are a
1: piece of Detroit um, steel.
0: <laughs> at one point, I like I wrapped my jacket around my hands, so I didn't get frostbite. But I bet if I would have went without the jacket, I would have had frostbite. Probably. So I was out there so long. So I, after. So I give us out The, the heat is not working anymore Something got into the heat thing And now it's just bursting out cold air So I'm like oh I can't wait to tell my mom about this Oh wait did did tested. you get the car
1: out of the ditch Or did it did yeah, get stuck there
0: I dug it out like through time It took me a while Nice nice
1: that's pretty manly
0: So I guess you, got, I was- you guys didn't
1: keep kissing like in a movie Like you know screw this I don't care if I miss my flight
0: no, no, nope. we didn't. That kind of ruined the moment. That sucks. <laughs> so, oh, you have no idea. The whole drive back with no heat, a frozen car. We didn't say a word. She didn't even want to look at me. Like, she, you could tell she was pretty embarrassed by that, even though no one really saw it. It's kind of awful. So I, I drop her off. I'm like, oh, I'm sorry about that, but I had a great time. She was like, yeah, I'll see you later. <laughs> she just went inside. Oh, gosh. That was I'll my see first- you later, Boo that's also the same night as i drove back home i was just like three minutes from my house and a drunk driver nailed me and totaled that car so on the bright side yeah dude my mom and like people who bought the car for me never found out that i did all this so i think i got away and i got a i got a grand and after that so i was a little bit of
1: an upgrade you know
0: yeah so i guess decent car I guess it makes for a funny story and I got a decent car out of a crappy car and they never found out I crashed the crappy car.
1: Oh, I totally love that. That's my favorite part of when I get in a car accident, like when someone hits me. Yeah. Of like, no, that was their already insurance company. No, I, I know it's on the other side of the car, but it that, was, that wasn't that was there, you know? Like, <laughs> they hit me from behind and it screwed up my bumper. You need to fix that too. But That's like the ultimate version of it. Like, oh... Uh, get the car accident completely your fault hundreds of dollars or thousands to fix and then on the way home your car just gets totaled not your fault awesome
0: why are you sending me things on skype messages
1: because i was trying to be funny
0: oh well you could be funny on the show where it matters
1: yeah but i thought you would be like i thought you would react it and you know keep laughing
0: well I'm not looking at my computers. So that's no. why I just saw uh, See, I thought so- I
1: thought I thought you would right after telling me to be quiet and that you needed to talk, if I tried to make you laugh, then you wouldn't be able to keep going on anyway. I thought it'd be okay. funny. But you kinda um, ruined the bit.
0: Yeah, whatever. It doesn't matter. Don
1: just John just stepped all over the bit.
0: <laughs> I have something I wanted to bring up.
1: I don't know yes. if I want to do a show anymore after that. <laughs> I I see we're losing listeners at a rapid rate right now. <laughs>
0: No one's even listened technically I know, now. I mean I know. If people got this far anyway, I applaud you. How long have we been going? I haven't even looked at a clock.
1: Um one thousand eight hundred and ninety-nine no, seconds.
0: I don't know that. I'm at a Bible school, not a college for mathematical intrigue.
1: Oh, neither am I. I just uh you know, I have the recording software going. Uh that's approximately an hour.
0: <laughs> approximately. Yeah, I think an
1: hour is like eighteen hundred something minutes seconds.
0: Here's what I want to bring up, and I don't know, if you might get involved in this too. It's, it's, it's kind of about movies and the people who review movies. This past weekend, I got to see Dumb and Dumber 2, which, did you like the first one, Will? Were you a fan of it?
1: I was a little young, but I thought it was okay. It was one of those movies where by the time I was old enough to appreciate a movie, I had already seen it 30,000 times and didn't care, but I think it's pretty funny.
0: <laughs> well, I only saw it once when I was younger, and I rewatched it, I think, Friday afternoon, and then Friday night, we went to see the second one. I loved the first one, had fun. The second one was exactly the same, but it worked. And it was funny. But critics are just completely bashing this movie. Like to no end, they're like, oh, it's silly, it's dumb. I'm like, what do you expect? It's called Dumb and Dumber. Like, <laughs> they're, they're ripping it apart, man. And I saw it twice this weekend. That's how good it was. I went to see it twice. And every theater I was in, people were laughing and cracking up. It's like the, the people who loved the original came out to see the new one. And everyone was enjoying it. But these these critics who I feel overanalyze every little bit of movies just can't enjoy something that's organically funny. Like, they didn't even need to try that hard. They just need to act like a bunch of idiots and tell fart jokes. And usually I don't even like fart jokes that much. But this movie, it was it was great.
1: Oh, yeah. There's always the people that are like, Ooh, that movie. No, it, it was too crude. I didn't I didn't have to think and uh that's just so unrealistic. I mean, how are you going to believe in a transformer? <laughs> First off, fuck yourself. Trans you what you write a better movie, okay? You you make better special effects, okay? You make a convincing looking robot that can transform into a co- into a robot from a car, okay? You do better. <laughs> then tell me that, that it sucks, okay? Because I'm sick of you people, all right?
0: Well I, I understand the Transformers argument Because those movies did suck It's 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 agreed upon the whole universe That all of those Transformers movies are garbage
1: Okay but what, what did you ever do That was better you know what I mean Like people that sit yeah. there and want to be like oh the Transformers It's like you do a better movie And first off I didn't go see Transformers To uh, think it was the new Citizen Kane Okay I wanted <laughs> to see robots Blow shit up and they did <laughs> You know, mission accomplished, okay?
0: It's like, that's the point for Dumb and Dumber. All these reviews are saying that it was just too silly, it was too dumb, and they relied on, on like, poopy, like, little silly jokes. But I'm looking at the movie and looked at the trailer, I'm like, that's what they promised you. So,
1: Dumb and Dumber was too dumb, they said.
0: Yeah, they said it was dumb. Interesting and i'm sitting there like this is what we were promised the first one it was dumb comedy with two really good actors doing a really good job that and it worked the movie worked on every level it was funny from beginning to end the second one it was kind of rehashed but if it's not broke don't fix it and it's been 20 years in between so i think they can rehash some old stuff just for nostalgia and they had some really funny like new stuff too but the critics are just too dumb. I'm like, that's what you were getting. Like, <laughs> that's what they advertised.
1: Oh no, that's exactly. I mean, people just have ridiculous expectations and mm. all that. It's like, ugh. <laughs> and that—that's.
0: Transitions- I bought. I bought
1: this. I bought this thing that was one tenth of the price of another thing, and it didn't last as long. What the hell, man? Like people just, ugh.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: this movie. This wasn't the best movie I've ever seen. Well, you know what? stupid people like you go to see movies not you but people say that so they're going to keep making stupid movies you know (laughs) so I hate going to movies
0: that transitions into my next topic I kind of want to talk a little bit about pro wrestling not like about what's going on but about why I'm not watching anymore and why you shouldn't watch a TV show if you don't like it
1: do you know why I don't watch pro wrestling anymore why not into naked dudes <laughs> not, not a not a fan. Oh, by yeah. the way, my news feed is saying that uh, Dumb and Dumber had an unexpectedly strong debut. So yeah, good good get, for them.
0: <laughs> it made good money. So here's the deal. A little backstory. I got into WWE back junior high. I didn't watch it in its glory days. I I got there a little bit later, and I think I watched it up to 2011 fully like every I didn't miss a Monday night or like a Thursday or Friday or pay-per-view it just got to the point where they're having trouble making new stars and and let me let me take this argument out real quick pro wrestling is fake why did you watch it well everything on TV is fake the office is fake NCAS is fake it's a show and it's supposed to entertain you
1: wrestling's fake
0: (laughs) (laughs) it has it has characters it has stories it has endings to stories, news stories. It's like a TV show. So let's pop that argument out right away. You
1: know what? I, I'll add to that argument. Yeah. You ask me, why do you watch wrestling? Because wrestling's fake. Go.
0: Why do you watch wrestling? Wrestling's fake.
1: Why do you tell your kid there's Santa Claus or the Easter Bunny? Huh? <laughs> What's wrong with you?
0: See, there's so many arguments. Exactly. You can, like, exactly. You can, you can shut them up right away. And I'm not going to ever hide that I watched it. I was a big fan. I even traveled to different states once a year to go to WrestleMania every year for a few years. Like, I was into it. But it got to the point where the writing wasn't good. The characters they had were stale. They weren't making any new stars. And it just got got more negative to watch. And this is what's happening now. Like, I, I don't watch anymore, but I keep up, and I like to know what's going on. And everyone on the internet complains about how bad it is. And I and I compare it to myself. Like I saw that how bad it was in 2011, and I decided that I was done. Like I'm not gonna give two or three hours of my Monday night to a show that I'm just gonna complain about. And there's so many people who who felt that way in 2011 with me that I know, but they still watch every single Monday. It's like, don't watch if you don't like anything. This doesn't go just for pro wrestling. It goes for any show. If you think it's stale personally, you don't like the stories just don't watch.
1: Yeah, I, because you know what? That's what they say. I mean, if you want to change, you vote with your money and uh they're not getting yeah. those advertising dollars, they're going to change their mind real quick.
0: And I, and I I've dipped back tiny bits here and there like if 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 like the rock comes back. So you're like so- a ba-
1: you're a battered woman and you're like he's changed.
0: He's changed, Jessica.
1: <laughs> and then there you are, the next day you show up with, you know, Forty dollars stolen out of your wallet and a black eye.
0: <laughs> That's pretty much me. You knew how big of a fan I was back then. Oh, I do. I wouldn't even like leave the house if wrestling was on. I'm like, I can't hang out tonight. I want you raw. <laughs> yeah,
1: I wish I remember all the stories and all the excuses you made about like what not going out on wrestling nights. Like I remember a few is, or I don't I remember a few times but I don't remember, you know yeah. exacts.
0: I, I was hooked. And it it just, as I said, it got so bad that I couldn't do it. And, God, I'm not not only speaking to people. I'm talking to, like, wrestling fans. If you're even listening and you think it sucks and you've thought this for years, watch something else. There's so much good TV on right now. I I watch, like, eight or nine shows a week, and I'm entertained by all of them.
1: I heard there's a good show out now called Breaking Bad they could watch.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Or or The Walking Dead. How about that? Oh, yeah. (laughs) How about something like that? It's, it's people just 24 I, when I was in the Lost? wrestling, I, I, <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, I, I also did YouTube stuff. Like I reviewed all the shows and most of the time they're pretty negative reviews. And there's still people who are like, this is so bad. Why do I watch this? I don't know. Why do you watch this? Like <laughs> it just, it, it goes for anything. I think people just try to find something to complain about in anything that they do. Like they can't, If you can't find the positive in anything you're doing, why are you doing it?
1: That's what I was saying about, like, people complaining about, like, the Transformers. It's, like, that's, like, the best special effects that were out there and all this stuff. And, like, top of the line in so many levels. And yet people are, like, eh. You know what I mean? Like, huh? And that's the same way with wrestling. Like, people just complain about everything and then keep doing it. Mm -hmm. Like Coney.
0: Coney 2012
1: yeah man look what that <laughs> did didn't I read a story where it turned out like he was like for every time he saw something on the internet about it he was just killing a kid ugh and people were like still doing it yep
0: it's I don't know I I don't think I'd ever really watch wrestling ever again it's just it got too too cartoony and just too predictable John Cena always wins yay he's gotta
1: overcome the odds
0: mm-hmm <laughs> But I'll watch WrestleMania every year still. That's like my little tease every year. I'll go watch WrestleMania.
1: <laughs> do you yeah. wanna hear um another another little contradiction like that? What? Okay, so every day in society people are like, Violence is bad. Violence is not the answer. Be kind to your fellow man. And what do I see in the front of the news feed now? The dude who killed Osama bin Laden is getting like favorite trips to sports games, like VIP packages and shit. <laughs> Like, I just don't get how people can like be so once or so hypocritical about stuff.
0: Yeah, that's what the world is now, man. Like I don't know, I think you and I look at the world a little differently because of the school that I'm in, like the biblical stuff, and you're kind of out there in the world. But we agree on most things. Yeah, dude, th- that
1: just that just makes me laugh so hard when I see like we're like promoting some guy that's a killer and yeah, I would agree he probably did the right thing. But yet mm-hmm. like if I call someone like if I say hey, you're gay people act like that's like the worst thing you know what i mean like they have no like concept of how they act and how it relates to all the things they say and how stupid it looks
0: mm-hmm. so i got something else unless you want to kick off with something
1: i will let you take this one and run
0: i want to start an andy kaufman thing every week and i kind of want to andy kaufman to sightings huh
1: andy kaufman sightings
0: not like sightings Ca- i just kaufman I cast he- I want to give like an explanation into why we're going to have segments based on this guy. I don't want to get into too much detail today. I actually have, I don't know if I told you, but a few guests who have been involved in this whole thing who want to come on and just have a conversation about it. So I figure it'd be cool if I kind of gave a basis of where we're going in the next few weeks with this. I
1: would like you to do something for me. Yes. I would like you to tell everyone a little bit more about Andy Kaufman.
0: Okay. Andy Kaufman was this comedian. I don't I don't know if I'd call him a comedian. If if you watch his stuff, he he's just trying to get reactions out of people, good or bad. Like he he never cared if he was booed out of the building. He actually had a lot of fun if he ever got booed. He would do things to make people mad constantly. Like there's one show where he just he go on stage and just ate ice cream just for like an hour and he got kicked off the stage and so he, I I consider him like you that song? That yes! <laughs> it's a good song.
1: I know, so keep going.
0: Okay, so Andy Kaufman, he he was like a performer. He he had different characters he played. He, he would make people question what was real and what wasn't. Like, he had a character named Tony Clifton. And he refused to everyone. He knew that it was him, but everyone kind of knew it was him. And he would just troll people with it to the point where he had his best friend and writer, Bob Samuda... Play Tony sometimes when Andy was on stage to really trick people. He was a prankster and um, he did a show called Taxi, it was really big, really popular he did a lot, he was on Saturday Night Live the first few seasons, he was actually kicked off of Saturday Night Live at one point I don't think anyone's really been kicked off of SNL before but I think he, he was the guy so why am I talking about this guy this, this old quote dead guy well a lot of people think he faked his death as an ultimate prank as the prank he died of lung cancer and i think 19 like the late 70s maybe mid late 70s um and the thing is he never smoked he, he told all of his friends that he had this rare lung disease and the weird thing about all of that lung disease and his death thing is he talked to his writer bob zamuda years before he quote died about how he wanted to fake his death and then just keep people wondering all those years if he was out there or not Bob Zamuda wrote a book that just came out called Andy Kaufman, The Truth Finally. And I read through it. And it was really, really interesting. He had conversations with Andy all typed out about how he was gonna fake it. And when he started having lung cancer, he would like pretend to cough around everybody, like he really had it. Kaufman. But when he was with when he was with Bob, he wouldn't cough. Like he would he would make sure nobody was around. And he would stop coughing and he'd start laughing because he knew it was all gag. And and he and Andy told Bob no, Bob told Andy. He's like, Andy, I don't want anything to do with this because it's illegal. You have to convince me that you're actually dying.
1: That sounds like Andy, John. What? That, that you'd be like, no, man, I'm not going to have any part of this. This is illegal.
0: Yeah. like. <laughs> and I'd so, be like, no, we got to do it. So eventually Bob was convinced that he died, but now he's not as sure. And there's all these things that have happened the last few years with Andy Kaufman. There's a guy named Steven Maddox who, when I was kind of researching this a year ago, popped up and he was claimed to be Andy Kaufman's son, but throughout time he revealed that he wasn't Andy Kaufman's son, but a messenger. And there's all these, it's a lot of things. And I have people coming on the show who are really gonna get into detail about who Steven Maddox is, who he might be, and why he's doing what he's doing. Maddox will never ever come on this show. He refuses to do any kind of media stuff. In fact, on Twitter, he'll put tweets up and then he'll delete them a few days later, delete his Twitter, come back in a month. Like he goes back and forth. This guy is, is so darn mysterious. You gotta like look at his Twitter every day, keep record of what he's saying because it, it all gets deleted in a day after. And I, I've had conversations with Stephen Maddox before where he told me how Andy faked his death. He's told me all these things that no one else knew and things came to light. and It's really crazy. And, and i think if anyone could have faked his death it it, could, it would have been andy because he was he's really good at that stuff and the story that i was told that I'll, that I'll get into when we have other guests on it sounds like he could have done it so that's where we're gonna go in the next few weeks
1: it's like the whole oj thing if i did
0: it <laughs> like and you, you i i really want you to read this book i know you don't have a lot of time but i think you'd find it fascinating because it. It goes really deep into this whole thing. Audiobooks, you
1: know? man. I'll get one. Yeah.
0: And everyone, everyone was like laughing at me like, ha ha, like, this is stupid. I'm like, well, you haven't heard the things I've heard and, and like seen the things I've seen with this whole Steven Maddox thing. Like, There's something about it that is screaming Andy Kaufman. And there's something about it that this guy wouldn't dedicate like 30 years of his life to keep doing what he's doing now just for a silly prank if he didn't know anything or if he was even Andy himself he's so mysterious like i really wish we can get him on but i know he won't come on so we'll get people who are close to him i got i got people who are close to him who who have been talking to him for years who knew who he's told a lot of things to who are going to come on and we're going to kind of chronicle the story going year year to year i think starting in like 2010 or 2009 i don't know the exact date it's around there but they're gonna go from like year to year about what happened that year and what they learned. So it's gonna be like a weekly thing, like the Andy Kaufman Chronicles. And I'm really excited to get into this.
1: Ooh, that's a good, uh, that's a good ring to it, the Andy Kaufman Chronicles.
0: <laughs> what do you think about all this? Like you, you kind of know a little bit about them
1: I don't know. I'm gonna learn a whole lot more because I just bought the ebook.
0: <laughs> oh yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah, I just bought it on Amazon. Um, oh my goodness, you hear this noise?
0: kind
1: of it's this weird squeaking I don't even know I think there's something wow. wrong I think there's something wrong over there John
0: that's you that ain't mean
1: it's coming in on your channel anyway um I don't even know because I just am skeptical because I feel like it would be so unlikely that someone could pull that off from the government but you know what do I know maybe maybe it is true it would be really cool if it was
0: see those are my questions like how legal is this like government wise and when when Matt, maddox once called me and we talked for like an hour and a half it's like our only one-on-one conversation we've ever had
1: did you record I, his conversations
0: i never did because i never had anything to no. do it. i know but it's <laughs> i know but it's all you just gotta trust what he what i say that he said and i asked him about the legal stuff and i don't want to spoil this whole thing now because it's going to be like a few weeks i'll tell you this stuff but He explained it all in a very legal way.
1: Well, I'm not saying that, like, illegal. I just feel like someone would find out. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm sure he could legally get away with it. All all it takes is money, and you can get away with everything.
0: Well, think about, like, back then, like, the late 70s, early 80s, we didn't have, like, a TMZ or the Internet. So it would be kind of easy to disappear. I mean, people at first were skeptical. skeptical. Oh, that's why I'm
1: saying I wonder, like, If no one had figured it out. Yeah, yeah, back then I could for sure see that happening. I mean, that's...
0: But at this point in time, no one is really questioning it except for like a few core people who think things are really fishy. And and his best friend, now that he wrote that book, everyone's really starting to really question it. So I think things are going to start happening soon if he really is out there or not. It'll be really interesting. I'm really excited to get this going on the show.
1: Yeah, dude, I think it could be cool. Definitely something people are interested in. Like when I pulled up that man on the moon song like every comment was about Andy Kaufman and people were being, he's alive and other people were like no he's not you idiot
0: <laughs> so what else you got man I think I'm all popped out of ideas for tonight
1: you're all popped out of ideas for tonight
0: yeah hmm. what else you got you got anything
1: let's think of some stories that happened this week trying to uh...
0: we're telling old school story from camp we have a lot of good ones
1: well I wanted to talk about Chad I don't know if Chad could be listening.
0: He probably is. <laughs> Did
1: you post on something you could hear?
0: Well, it's all over Facebook.
1: Yeah, then um, we'll save talking about Chad for another time, but it'll be really <laughs> fun to talk about Chad. Hey, Chad, <laughs> I miss you. You're such a good hockey player.
0: <laughs> Sorry
1: you smashed your head.
0: <laughs> we oh. can tell little stories like that.
1: I know, but I don't want to give it away if he's listening because... I'm not going to do it halfway. Okay, so we could tell the story about... Okay, this is the best thing. I'm not going to do Mike Jones right now. I'm going to do the one at the the stadium story. (laughs) So every year, this was like... I mean, this started a long time ago, but this was like in the late 90s. And it was back when people could still do things without worrying about being a child molester or an abuser or getting sued. So every year at this children's Bible camp, we would just uh, all go at one, you know, all at a time, this big camp, to a Milwaukee Brewers game. And, of course, you can imagine what would ensue having a bunch of kids that were cooped up at a Bible school for weeks being out in the public together. Well, one year we go, and you know, we're walking through the uh, game, uh, We're walking through the hallway and stuff after the game. And, you know, we're with a group of all these guys that are into Bibles and older men. And, you know, they're trying to teach us morality and stuff like this. So a group of the kids starts spitting over the railing off the second floor of the stadium, you know, onto the ground below where people are walking. So someone hawks a loogie. And as it falls, a cop walks under it, hits a cop. And we get to watch all these guys go from like, oh, respect people be honest uh, run get in the car we're leaving now get in the van and people just freaking like crazy stuff like that or you know kids trying to get girls to flash them saying they're 18 and this I mean it's just uh, too much freaking stuff
0: that 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 story about the girl and the 18 it was Steve Superman is that was his name I don't
1: freaking know let's look uh, let's look I'm gonna look it up while you tell the story
0: okay I, it's hard to say his last name and I'll probably how do you we'll, think you spell it it's like scuba man or something so I don't uh
1: I don't remember dude, okay look. it was
0: it was long we used to call him scuba Steve that was like his nickname and he at this Milwaukee Brewers game in Milwaukee was walking around trying to find a girl to start talking to and he told all the girls that he was like 18 but he was really I think it was like 15 at the time but he's really tall and he looked like he could be 18. So he, he he gets a girl, and, and instead of going somewhere else away from all of us who know the truth, he comes right back to the stands where we were all sitting, all the counselors and campers.
1: Not a smart and he's, dude.
0: And he's talking to him, and I remember Ricky, Ricky, a camper with us. He's looking over, and he he sits. He says, Steve, aren't you 15? And the girl looks at him and disgusts and walks away.
1: <laughs> oh, I love that she had to, like – go home knowing that she freaking was like <laughs> hanging out in that way with a child. Uh, I hope uh, she felt gross.
0: But I'll never forget his face. Like Steve was so mad and Ricky was laughing so hard and all of us were too. Uh,
1: uh,
0: man, those Brewers games are fun. I enjoyed those.
1: It was always fun, you know, going out in a van that you felt like you might die in or a bus <laughs> or something like that.
0: Remember some kid
1: Peed his pants on the bus. He's like, I had to pee. I couldn't hold it. I'm like, if I was in a group of a bunch of guys my own age, I would hold it till my dick fell off before I'd pee my pants in front of a bunch of other teenage boys. What is wrong with you? Uh, I remember that, and he had to get off off the bus first and (laughs) go change. (laughs) (laughs) Can you you imagine, dude, just letting yourself? Like, I would pass out. I would jump out the window before I. My pants in front of a group of other kids. Can't even believe it.
0: Bunch of high schoolers, man. (laughs) Yeah, like, oh man,
1: they'll they'll love and accept me after this, or maybe he was just like, I'm no one. I'm such a big dork. It doesn't matter. (laughs) you remember that, right? Yeah. Forgot his name.
0: Oh, I don't remember either. There's a lot of people at this camp who just showed up for, like, one little time, and then they were gone. The forever. smart
1: ones. <laughs>
0: <laughs> not all the time. Like,
1: <laughs> no, I'm saying they had the right idea, and they were like, ah, uh, screw this place.
0: Well, I don't consider that that Mike Jones kid smart. He just never showed up again. Well, of
1: course. I was teasing. I'm just saying how, old, how the old camp used to be before your relatives fixed it. <laughs> they were smart to not come back.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it's way different now. I and know. I, I love going up there every summer and, and like volunteering.
1: And I'm gonna get I'm gonna get honest with this, so John's gonna kill me, but he wants oh, me no. to tell this story about this little black kid named Mike Jones. And I can tell John's like mentioning it. He's like Mike Jones, Mike Jones, Mike Jones. We'll just tell the story about Mike Jones. So I'm gonna tell the story about Mike Jones. So this might be offensive, but I, I don't give a shit. Um, so at this camp, there was a lot of kids that they would bring up to like show them about the Bible and like try and teach them and stuff like this and they would get sponsored to come and a lot of them were like a bunch of really ghetto kids so that's what I always said that my favorite thing about the camp is you would take a bunch of like sheltered white children like John and I and then mix them in with like all these like street kids that are going to camp because you know they were sent there you know what I mean yeah and it was just every year there'd be a few of those kids and they wouldn't come back but for that year they were there all the like sheltered little white kids would just be fascinated by like, all the crap they got into like these were the kids that got into fights that brought weed to camp that ran away and there was this one named Mike Jones and
0: that wasn't his name he just called himself I'm
1: gonna tell the story Okay. If okay. if you guys are familiar you know with Mike Jones or you know do you not want me to talk about Mike Jones John
0: you can talk about Mike Jones that's fine just don't use anything really racist wording like don't say uh, the n-word
1: I'm not gonna call him the no. n-word Jesus <laughs> Christ no, holy shit no, there's a story that, where that, he there, yelled this, this freaking no. <laughs> God!
0: No, there's a story where he yelled it I don't know if you were gonna tell that one Anyway, continue. Continue, Will.
1: Okay, well anyway. <laughs> all of you may have been familiar, you know. This was back in the uh mm, early two thousands when there was an artist called Mike Jones. I don't know if you remember his songs, but they were generally crappy. Um, it was the epitome of look at my rims, look at my guns, look at my gold teeth wrap. You know, <laughs> Mike Jones. <laughs> This was actually this kid's song <laughs> so You can hear him
0: Oh I can hear
1: So anyway that's Mike Jones So we called Mike Jones This kid named. we called him Mike Jones Because he looked like Mike Jones Which is to say he looks just like Like some retarded black guy And by retarded I mean like He looks like he might be retarded Like he just looks I don't know messed up so we called the kid Mike Jones and he was just one of those kids there that just wanted to fight everyone run around like a wild freaking I don't even know and just cause trouble and of course the overwhelming amount of kids there are not into that so instantly pretty much everyone hated him Um, He would do things like Lie randomly Like say his dad had a Lamborghini With spinning rims Which even at that age I knew That was pretty ridiculous But he would say things like that He would lie about how much money he had How much money his dad had He would start fights with people Um, He would just react crazily to things Which meant people would egg him on more Like one time I don't even know if it was me, but a group of people that I was in was, uh, we got air horns, and we were just putting them up to people's windows while they slept and blasting them off. And someone did that to his window, and then you instantly hear him just scream the N-word as loud as he possibly could and as ghetto as he possibly could. It was like, ah! Like, just bam. And he runs out naked or half naked and tries to chase people. And you could tell he wasn't really trying to catch people because I, I swear to God, he was like four foot eight. Like, he would have just gotten murdered. And we have some old white camp counselor trying to figure out how to deal with this. What did he say, John? It was Joe Woe, right? Yeah. <laughs> and what what was he saying? He's like, this is how we do it in the streets <laughs> And like Joe, Joe's a cop Yeah a I forgot cop. what he said And uh <laughs> That was one um, And like I said I like, did stuff behind my parents' back All the time growing up Like I had a debit card And like a credit card When I was like 16 And all this stuff Cell phone So one day we opened the door to the cabin And this little shithead is sitting in my bed Going through my wallet taking my credit card and like all this stuff and like instantly I react like as violently as possible without even thinking and I just grab him by the throat and just like slam him down and he's like no man I was just looking at it like what did he say exactly John do you remember?
0: no I don't remember his words but he was screaming he was like no man no no like, like I was just wanted to look at it I just wanted to look at
1: it and I'm like okay hey you're just trying to rob me at a Christian camp real nice <laughs>
0: you did you tell the punchline of that whole uh, the Lamborghini story? Oh, we're, get, car?
1: we're getting okay. there. We're getting there. Come on, John. So anyway, like, this kid, he would just go around acting wild, and he, he would, like, I know this is, like, terrible, and John's getting mad at me, but he would walk around like the little, like, slave to, like, the older kids. Like, they would act like they were his friends, and he would just, like, and they would just make him do stupid stuff. Like... Scream at people, swear, run around with his pants off, like he was like their little like entertainer, and like the, the popular older kids, they would just tell him what to do, and it was just so ridiculous, and I think he eventually like almost got kicked out for fighting, if I remember correctly, yeah, and then he just never came back, but on the last day of camp, which it's a big deal, everyone's parents come and pick them up or they get on a bus, so his dad chose to pick comes to pick him up in like like a 1981 gigantic station wagon like piece of crap wood paneled junk like even back then when I didn't know anything about cars and I thought like any new car was cool we all knew this was like the biggest piece of crap and then he's like oh the Lamborghini's in the shop (laughs) and of course like now that seems more realistic than back then back then but why would you not do it now it's like well Maybe if you did have a nice car, you didn't want to drive it through three miles of gravel road. But at the same time, just everyone was like, you're a liar, you're full of shit. Just, like, killing him. (laughs) And then, yeah, then then I remember there were, like, little glimpses. As I would talk to John through the years, he's like, no, we found Mike Jones' Facebook. We found his MySpace. Oh, we found an arrest record in the newspaper. But never, like, nothing ever formed of it. I.
0: I wonder what happened to him. I really do. I he, wish I knew
1: his name. You had him on Facebook or MySpace years ago.
0: I think MySpace, but I don't remember his name at all. I think he put Mike Jones as his name.
1: No, I'm sure he was over that like 3 weeks out of camp. Had a new <laughs> nickname. Know. Man, I want to I want to google it, but I don't
0: know. I yeah I don't know what to look. I really don't know what to search with that. Like, He's definitely serious. not calling
1: himself Mike Jones now. Is uh, no one even knows who the real Mike Jones is. <laughs> Six seven I, eight two five. Fuck <laughs> I <laughs> I feel like we
0: we've met a lot of cool people from there. A lot of weird people. I do wonder what happened to half of them. We've like, met
1: two potential child monsters. <laughs> oh,
0: gosh. Oh, life, man.
1: Oh no. Yeah. I want to tell you so bad about the other story.
0: <laughs> Let's move on, then. If you're, if you're no,
1: really... no, but we can't talk about it because they might be listening.
0: Oh, okay. Well, maybe another time. We will. Yeah. So what else is on your mind?
1: I don't want to go to work tomorrow.
0: Yeah, it's already Monday, isn't it?
1: Uh, yeah, I've been working every day, and it sucks. Um, I don't want to go upstairs and have to figure out how to download walking dead so my family could watch it.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so I'm good for the night if you are, boss.
1: No, dude, I No, <laughs> no, I wasn't saying that I don't want to talk anymore. You have saying what was on my mind. Um Oh. No. Oh man. I'm trying to think of some funny stuff that isn't offensive <laughs> that won't make anyone listening mad. What else happened to me? Oh, shit. We could talk about my neighbor, Don.
0: Yeah, I want to hear about Don.
1: Oh, my God. So we've got this neighbor, and I want all of you out there to close your eyes when I'm describing, it, describing him, and picture, I don't even remember his name, the actor from Gran Torino.
0: That's Clint uh, Clint Eastwood. Clint
1: Eastwood. I want you to picture Clint Eastwood currently Not from like his classic old movies But today, Clint Eastwood And this is this dude He's probably like 6'2 Old White hair, wiry as hell Wears old Like jeans And like The freaking Flannel t-shirt and all that Can you hear me, John?
0: Yeah, I can hear you
1: Okay Said, said your internet connection is bad Just give me a warning
0: Yeah it does it all the time
1: Okay just making sure yeah. Well anyway just picture Clint Eastwood from Gran Torino And this dude is always outside I'm telling you in like the fall months When it's not too cold yet He is outside every morning raking leaves Like his lawn Looks perfect Like from a Scots commercial Like he's, he's, he's On his roof three days a week Cleaning the roof It's insane. So anyway, he hates us because we're not the neatest people. We have like four cars that are out. They're not like junk. They're just not parked in the garage. Um, The hoarding doesn't help. And way back in the day, okay, this guy has a pool in his backyard. And our backyard is fenced, but then we have a section where there is a... Um, shed and the fence around the shed is really low so my brother and I were shooting paintball guns at the shed one day and his yard is right behind and of course this was you know we decided we needed to get the paintball guns that shot a dozen shots per second just full automatic so we're shooting at the garage or shed or whatever And my brother just puts the thing on full auto and just starts spraying. He's just completely missing literally the broad side of a barn. Going over the next to it, the fence and stuff. And he's just blasting away. I mean, I I don't even know how much these things would shoot, but it was ridiculous. Like this gun had to have a motorized feed system because if you just use gravity to feed the paintballs, it couldn't shoot them fast enough. I mean, it was insane. And we hear screaming. He just basically unloaded the paintball gun on this old elderly woman. Just like freaking Al Pacino, Scarface style, just... And this guy comes running over in our yard, pissed, runs up to my brother. And I I feel like this is like one moment of enlightenment in my life. I'm like, I'm going to act... Like, I've got it under control, and like I'm out here to punish him. So I grabbed the gun from him, and I'm like, "No, dude, what are you doing? You need to get inside. I'm gonna, I'm, I'm throwing this thing out." And he's like, "No, it's, it's your paint bucket." I'm like, "Shut up!" And I'm like, I'm throwing this out. You're getting inside. And somehow we avoided this guy calling the police. <laughs> like, <laughs> I had, guess I had convinced him that I was gonna like punish my brother. But since then, man, like I've lived here on and off, and just this guy hate hey, has it out for my family. <laughs> he just
0: he did say I think that's him. He said told me to f off the other day when I was oh over.
1: damn yeah I okay <laughs> I was changing the light bulb in John's car and it w- is in my driveway
0: another I, car story <laughs> and he was yeah
1: and he was talking to my girlfriend and i walk into my garage and i was like guys just stay by the car like i'll be right back because they were holding lights for me and stuff and i was like john or something like screaming but not even that loud and then i hear them both get really quiet and then i hear someone say fuck off or i hear i hear like kai my girlfriend or john say fuck off i don't remember who wasn't me no 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 but no i'm 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 saying that's what i heard cuz oh. you guys were like did he just say f off? Say f off. And I was like, "No, guys, I just I wasn't saying f off." And then you're like, "No, a voice out of the from the darkness just told you to f off." And I was like, "Come on." This man was just sitting outside in the darkness waiting to tell me to f off. It's like, "Are you kidding me, dude?" I I I seriously, I I can't do it now because I'm incriminating myself. But this morning I had like this fantasy of Going Chicago style on his car And that's what that is Is in Chicago if any of you know Parking spaces are pretty special So people when they have street parking When they dig out the snow They will put furniture outside To mark the spot so that no one takes out A spot that they dug up You know instead of being like you know human beings And saying hey we'll all dig out The area in front of our houses No people will dig out an area for their car And then guard it with lawn chairs Uh Tables Whatever Garbage cans But if you move their stuff to park in front of their house You know what they do to your car They pour water all over it So that it's frozen shut and you can't get in it And I thought I have the best prank I'm just going to dump water all over his car On like the coldest day of the year At like (gasps) 3 in the morning And when this dickhead comes out to get in his car He can't And that was the best I had
0: <laughs> but you won't do that, obviously, right?
1: I can't do it now because I just admitted to it.
0: Well well, I'm glad that I saved you.
1: Oh, I had it all planned. You were actually involved.
0: I'm not doing that if yeah I nervous- you were
1: you were gonna be the getaway driver just because you know I can't run back to my own house and I can't run and get into my own car and drive away so
0: I can't I got nervous when you rode chalk on the ground, okay, you know how nervous I'd be with this
1: <laughs> Well, you should go on a scavenger hunt,
0: yeah, and get what
1: find some balls
0: <laughs> oh. I'm not like that I can not, not do things like that to people I like to give people high fives and hugs
1: me too but I've been pushed I'm a man that's forced
0: <laughs> uh, mother hen
1: seriously this guy Ugh. Uh, this guy this man
0: this man of mine. Oh, man.
1: And how how coincident is this? We have this lady that lives like four houses away. Yeah. And she's a massive hoarder, too. Like, cross my heart and hope to die. When there's a strong wind coming our way from her house, you can smell the cat piss. Ugh. Like, this lady has hordes of stuff. Like, her house got condemned. And anyway, this lady talks with my mom sometimes. And she was talking with my mom the other day. And I was like, man because they're both hoarders, I was like, do you think they give each other pro tips? Do you think they're like, I've got a pro tip for you. If you, if you double freeze all your bread, it lasts longer. Got a pro tip for you. If that clearance price tag ends in .01, that means it's going to get half discounted off at the register. And then I was like, because they both hoard shit and then they pretend to sell it. So I was like, do you think they uh give each other employee discounts? And she heard me And now she's really angry Oh, I don't care
0: I always thought the people living near you were normal Until you started telling me about them
1: They are normal dude It's just like when you know your neighbors Like hey that lady's not normal but Don's normal You know we're just joking about it But you know that's what happens when you get to know your neighbors You know
0: My neighbor's a really nice I think Filipino lady She's wonderful
1: In Hoffman
0: Yeah Yeah Gloria, she's really nice.
1: Well, good for you. Okay, my neighbors, <laughs> my neighbors kind of suck. So, oh, uh, dude, once I lived across from this guy that had Tourette's. You know what that is?
0: Yeah, when they say like bad words and they don't mean it.
1: Well, it's where they have a tick and they just yeah. do things randomly. They can't control. But a lot of times, it's bad words. This guy would just be mowing the lawn and he'd be like, beep beep f f f shit like it's like over and over like all morning you just hear him running around swearing and I felt so bad Like so that was a non-normal neighbor but other than that they're okay Mm -hmm. when I lived in an apartment though there was uh, this lady that would try and bum food for us. okay they were really poor and I wanted to be a nice guy and I bought them groceries one day yeah and then the next day i'm not even kidding you the lady was like in the street trying to sell those groceries to other people <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's uh, so bad
1: incredible right that that's was pretty so fun bad. that's pretty fun and then she would keep telling us how her husband like raped us and how he wanted to rape my girlfriend and like all this stuff that was fun um then my neighbors in my last place We were pretty decent We were renting a duplex And uh, one of them was just this quiet girl That John had a crush on
0: I didn't even know her I joked about it. You know that was joking
1: You would have taken her to any hotel room In the city John No Yes 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 yes. No And then it was just some Mexican people That had like Not even kidding (laughs) you Like Their car Their driveway was Always filled there was street parking and there was no room to park because there was like a bajillion cars and there was like 10 people living in this little duplex but they were cool
0: <laughs>
1: you know it was fun because then they'd have barbecues and then there'd just be like teenagers getting drunk in my driveway and the only problem I had with them which I remember now is they would play kickball and uh, uh, outfield was my cars so I would always have to be like stop kicking balls at my cars and screaming at them and stuff and then they the- hated me
0: Then they used to hit your car with them too, right?
1: Oh, yeah. That's what I do. Yeah. Like, my car has, like, all these little ping pong ball little dings right in the back. Pisses me off. Mm Mm-hmm. So, yeah. They Mm -hmm. hated me because I would yell at them. Um, Then there was Susan, who was a crazy drunk lady. And, yeah, I guess I do have a lot of crazy neighbors. So, there was Susan, and she was this crazy drunk lady. Like, she would just, like, walk by and, like, talk to you and be, like, super emotional. I'd be like... Yeah, man, uh my dog tripped today. She's like, Oh the poor puppy, oh my god <laughs> And the funny thing is so when I first met Susan, I met Susan because she was trying to get the tire off her car. Why was she trying to get the tire off her car? I guess she backed out of her driveway to go to like wherever. And one of her her right driver's side brake caliper was seized. What that means is while all your other wheels are rolling, that wheel is dragging. She drove far enough, dude, John, that the tire was so flat that it could sit on its... sit without rolling away. (laughs) Like, that's how big the flat spot was isn't it. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. That's... And, (laughs) And I was helping her husband get the car off, or the tire off, and I'm like, how does this even happen? Like... Like, I'm telling you, like, it was so flat that the tire would not roll away. Mm. And then, like, two years later, you know, we know she's a gigantic alcoholic, and Kylie comes up to me, my girlfriend, and she's like, oh my god, that day that she drove it, her car, with one tire that was stuck, without even realizing it, I just realized that's because she was a drunk, and I'm like, oh my god, that, like, that's so perfect, I can't believe I didn't think of that. And then we moved like a month later. So that was all wrapped <laughs> up nicely.
0: You have you have so many stories. I just crashed in the ditches of snow.
1: I just <laughs> crashed into the back of uh, scared women driving a uh, Lexus SUVs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh,
1: dude, I was driving. And for my work, I don't have it anymore. I just have a, a minivan now. But I have like the gigantic like rapist van. I'm Like the one you could like put a bed a sink in like a room like it was huge just completely white completely gutted no windows except the front so i'm driving this down the highway in the rain doing like 60 because around here seriously if you don't if you go any slower than 60 people are like freaking honking swerving around you so i'm going like 60 in the rain in this giant van and i'm driving in the right lane And up an exit ramp comes another gigantic van like mine. The stupid dude was driving up the exit ramp. So I like slam on the brakes and swerve the car to avoid him. And the lady in front of me, instead of just swerving or step or like slowing down, she stands on her brakes. And this was like a new Lexus SUV that swerved and slammed on the brakes right in front of my old giant van. So I'm just standing on the brakes, but there's nothing I can do. And I just watch this my van just smash into the back of this car and just annihilate it, dude. Just bam. Oh. But I was okay. Everyone was okay. And we get out of the car, and she's like, was, there was a van with a child in it. I didn't want to hit it. And I was like, damn it. And I still got a ticket for hitting her just because the guy who was going up the wrong side of the road, he, like, swerved around, slammed into the side of the expressway wall and then drove away
0: wow so th- you still got in trouble for that
1: uh I had to go to court and like clear my name they wanted to like, give me a ticket for reckless driving and like failure to <laughs> reduce speed
0: did she come and defend you no Jerk. oh my
1: no luckily the uh I got out of it just because um my testimony matched what other people said
0: yeah good good good.
1: Yeah, because that that would have caused me to lose my business insurance, and that would have been bad.
0: That would have been a bad thing.
1: It's not a bad thing to fall Baby. in love.
0: <laughs> well, I think I have to use the potty.
1: We could take a break.
0: Well, it's been going two hours, haven't we?
1: Fine, John. I guess you don't like me.
0: Just... I thought two hours was our limit. We I guess wanna...
1: I guess my swearing is offending you, and now you're no! running away.
0: We, we don't want to use every story on episode one.
1: Okay, so I want you to talk about the exciting things yeah. to come. And then we're just going to apologize because this is just a test show.
0: <laughs> Why would we apologize? I had fun. I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I hope people like this. Websites should be coming. Uh, how soon do you think?
1: I would say by next show we'll have it done. Or yeah, at least well, like something there.
0: Yeah. We're gonna be doing I I for myself at least I'm gonna be having like a movie kind of thing once a week. This show Rentcast is gonna be like recorded every Sunday, so we'll have it up late Sunday, maybe early Monday. The movie one is just gonna be whenever I feel like doing it, but it will be once a week. Um, I talked to my buddy; he might do a little show on here for himself. I'm working on like a little web show to do, not like not like you know a web show, like just like a, a story, like some characters and something fun, you know. Uncle Ruben. Yeah. You know, <laughs> we got some blogs. I also we can. I'm working. We're gonna get some guests on the show to interview. You know, I, I'm really excited for that because there's a lot of people I've always wanted to talk to, and you can make your own dream guest list if you want to. And we can like maybe once a month we'll have somebody on to interview. So there's there's a lot going on with Rentcast, and thinking we can get Eddie Guerrero. Too soon. Too soon. <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, but there's a lot going on, and you know. Like I said, we're just testing some things out. Um, I've unfortunately yeah. had someone quit at my job and we haven't found a replacement. So that's caused me to work twice as many hours, ever, almost every day a week. So mm-hmm. haven't had too much free time, but I'm excited.
0: If you're listening to this and you didn't find out about it from the Facebook or Twitter page, our Twitter is the TheRantCast. And our go on Facebook and just search, search RantCast. Oh, tongue-tied. You'll find us there. Just like us and follow us there. There'll be updates all around. I'm doing social media because Mill Will doesn't do that stuff. <laughs> are, find, are, are find, we, Will, find Will on MySpace somewhere.
1: <laughs> you could find me on the corner of Wooddale and Irving. <laughs>
0: <laughs> he's, he's living right there. He's just hanging out. Just, just go visit Will. He's, I'm on the corner. He's on the corner. I don't know what he's doing there.
1: I'm selling. I'm hustling.
0: Oh, selling those wood chippers.
1: Got to make the money for the rent. <laughs>
0: So, any closing thoughts, Will?
1: Hmm. So you're doing all the social media and stuff. Yeah. Well, I think we have it covered.
0: Yeah. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening to episode one. I'm going to call it episode one, even though it's kind of a trial trial thing, but we're going to keep this part of canon for us. You know yeah. That, yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, you know, we we got to look back and, you know, like this is the first episode of greatness.
0: Yeah. Well, we wish you a good day, good night, good well, be well, stay smart, live fast. I don't know what I should say. Live fast
1: and die hard? Is that what you just told people <laughs> to do? <I'm> you... trying...
0: <laughs> hey,
1: everybody, die. but But live long enough to buy a few t-shirts when we make them. We need some money. <laughs> live fast and die hard.
0: All day I've been thinking about how to close it. But I just figured I would just make something off the top of my head. Well, and I, that's think you, what I think I think I
1: think you did a pretty good job because you uh, told people to live fast and then uh, <laughs> didn't tell them didn't finish the rest by saying die hard.
0: Well, I hope you don't die because episode two will be up next week. Bye. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>